everyone, it's Tony and Cheryl. Buckle up for this Wednesday morning edition of the Disney Drive Time Podcast. It's a little little soft today, oh, isn't it? I was. It's late, and my squealing is not up to par. Excellent. How are you? I'm good. How are the listeners? Hopefully they're good. Well, hopefully they replied. Oh. Yeah. I replied for them. Thank you. So, lots, of, lots of news today. Yeah, not bad. Um, let's get started with my favorite things, and that's talking about food and restaurants. The grand opening of the Disney Riviera Resorts restaurant, uh, Topolino, Topolino, is Terrace. Top, Topolino's Terrace, is scheduled for December 16th. What does Topolino mean? Topolino is Italian for Mickey Mouse. Very good. Uh, they are going to be offering a storybook breakfast dining experience there that will be daily from 7.30 to 11. Uh, it will count as one table service entitlement for breakfast on the Disney dining plan. The characters there will be Minnie, Mickey, Donald, and Daisy. And then they will have evening dining, which will be from 5 to 9.30. And that will count as two table service credits for di- dinner on the Disney dining plan. They are also the, the new news is that they are going to be offering a New Year's Day character brunch with complimentary mimosas. Oh. Woo! It's a $79,000 breakfast with complimentary mimosas. It is not a breakfast. It is a brunch. A brunch. It is $59 for adults and $37 for children. That's not bad. Tax and gratuity are included. And it is being held from 9 to 2. Excellent. Uh, so it looks like they will not be having lunch at Topolino's Terrace. Looks like. And uh, for their signature dining, there will be a dress code. Oh, really? Yes. I hadn't heard that. Yes. Okay, if you say so. I read it. I heard it. I'm not sure. All right, in Marvel news, which Cheryl has no interest in. Now I'm going to look up this dress code thing. Uh, current Marvel Studios president Kevin Feige has been promoted to the chief creative officer for Marvel. He will keep his role as president of Marvel Studios, but will now be in charge of the creative direction of Marvel across all mediums and media and formats. He is now in charge of content creation uh, across publishing, animation, television, and movies. Uh, So under his watch will fall Marvel TV and Marvel Family Entertainment, as well as Marvel Studios, which uh, he has had for a while. Um, so Marvel Studios, not Marvel TV, is leading the expansion of the Marvel Cinematic Universe on the small screen, which means it will be going to what? Small screen? Disney? TV. Disney Plus. That's what which, I was going to say. Yep. Which I don't know if you've heard, but Disney Plus is coming November 12th. Yep. Yep. Um, and uh, he's going to be in charge of this group, and there will be eight new Marvel shows rolled out on Disney Plus over the next few years. And they include Falcon and the Winter Soldier, WandaVision, Loki, Hawkeye, What If, Ms. Marvel, Moon Knight, and She-Hulk. All That's right. exciting comic book news for that is so exciting. those of us who are comic geeks. Going black, back to Topolino's, Tony's right, there will be a dress code. They don't really say what it is. It just says there will no, be a minimum right. dress code. Just be a dress code. So, so okay. pants and shirt. <laughs> Please wear clothes. Uh, testing has begun on of the new centralized fast pass kiosks at Disneyland. So they are placed at the entrance to the Tomorrowland Theater in Disneyland Park. What currently guests have the option to pay fifteen dollars to purchase? Oh, what? Max Pass and make Fast Pass reservations on the app, 
or scan their ticket at a FastPass kiosk for free. Okay. Um, in lieu of the printed paper fast passes, the guests now have have to link their tickets to the Disneyland app to view their fast pass reservations. Right. No longer do you get the little printed hard copy. Right. There are only three kiosks available for this test, um, but all of the other fast pass locations are covered, so you cannot use them. Yes. Yeah, so as Cheryl mentioned, the uh, kiosks at the original ride locations are covered and the rides that are being tested right now in Tomorrowland are Space Mountain, Buzz Lightyear's Astro Blasters, and Star Tours. Uh, the interesting thing about the new FastPass machines, they look to be all digital and you actually have to scan your ticket or if your ticket is electronic and on your phone or in the app, you have to scan your phone inside the, um, inside the machine. You know, in, in the old days, you used to just have to put your park ticket in the machine and it would spit out a fast pass. You know, now you've got to put your phone in, scan that ticket, sw- take the phone out, swipe to the next person, scan it. Yeah, and the scanning on a phone just almost never works. From I, There's something about the way these angles are. Maybe these are better. But, like, have you ever gone, like, if you go to, we go to Cinemark and, like, you pre-buy your tickets and then you go to print them out and you're supposed to be able to scan it on your phone. But it's like my phone never quite fits in the little reader space right and... I can never get it to work. I always have to manually type in my number. Right. So I'm definitely going to be the person in that line who has to have the cast member come over and do it for me. And I know when I go to the gym, you know, my membership card is on my phone and they scan it. And if the scanner's not at the right angle, it won't pick it up. And then while I'm trying to scan it, my phone screen goes into like shutdown mode. So it's dark (laughs) and then you've got to reactivate the screen. Um, So I can just see this being very tedious with only three FastPass machines. Because if you look at the rides, the rides all have like four or five FastPass machines. So now you're looking, you're taking away, you know, between 12 and 16 FastPass machines and replacing them with three for the same volume of people. Uh, So, you know, it does not print out the paper tickets. If you're using your ticket on the app, that's great. It puts it into your phone and you have a record of when your FastPass is. Uh, if not, they're suggesting uh, the screen gives you a little digital version of what used to be the printed ticket. So they're saying if you just have a hard copy ticket and you're not using the app, you take a picture of it with your phone. Yeah. Which is kind of ridiculous, but no, that's, makes sense. that's what they're saying works. I take a picture of everything with my phone. I have okay. the most ridiculous photos on my phone. All right. So we've beaten that to death. What else have we yes, got? Yes, we have. Uh... Oh, some extended operating hours in the Disney World parks. It looks like in all four of them. Three of them. Oh, just three of them. Just three of them. So not Epcot. Correct. All right. Uh, So Hollywood Studios has extended their operating hours for select nights in November and December for the holiday season. It's different than extra magic hours because anyone who has a park ticket can go. It's not just uh, for on-property guests. So the dates are November 24th to the 30th. You get an extra two hours. It was... Oh, no. You get an extra hour. It was closing at 9 p.m. Now it's closing at 10 p.m. You get two hours because they're opening it up at 8 a.m. and closing at 10 p.m. Oh, they're opening an hour early. 9 a.m. to 9 p.m. Yeah. I did a great job on this story. Yes. Uh, December 1st, they extended the hours to 8 a.m. to 10 p.m. Also, when they were... Nine to eight, so they added three hours there. Yep. December second to fourteenth, they extended the closing time to nine p.m. when it was previously eight. Looks like park opening stays the same. 
Um, December 20th to the 30th, uh, park hours were extended to 10 p.m. when it was previously 9, so an extra hour there. And on December 31st, the park hours have been extended to midnight when it was previously 9 p.m. So that's good. Yeah, I would think you need places for people to be for New Year's Eve. Right. Coincidentally, Animal Kingdom has extended their operating hours on select nights in November and December. However, they have uh, extended it on less nights. For November 25th, 26th, 27th, and 29th, the park will close at 9 p.m. when it was previously scheduled to close at 8 p.m. And on December 31st, the park hours have been extended to 12 a.m. and where it was previously 8 p.m. As Cheryl mentioned, these park hours are different than extra magic hours, which requires an on-property stay for guests. Well, I already mentioned it. <laughs> I know, but I have it with each story. Each story is We're going to say it every time. Yes, we will. Okay, then. Uh, the Magic Kingdom also extended their operating hours. Um, they added November 10th, 13th, 18th, and December 4th. Um, an extra hour at night. So they're closing at 10 p.m. instead of 9 p.m. And then November 9th, 16th, 23rd, and the 25th through the 30th, they have extended them to 11 p.m. when it was previously 10 p.m. And on December 7th, they extended the park hours to... Clo- oh, for they open at 8 a.m. and they're closing at midnight. It was previously 9 a.m. to 9 p.m. So you're getting, I don't know, like four extra hours. I don't know what's so special about December 7th, but... Pearl Harbor Day. And I would just like to mention, in case anyone didn't know, that these additions to the park hours are different than extra magic hours, which would require a guest to stay on property to gain access to the extended hours. But this does not require you to stay on property. For our friends who may be new to Disney, what are extra magic hours? Uh, Extra magic hours are open to guests staying on property, and there are select rides that are open either before or after regular park closing. Excellent. Thank you. What sure. an informative story. Hmm. Um, in Galaxy's Edge news, since we haven't had any in almost a day and a half, uh, there have been some leaked images of the uh, Resistance Intersystem Transport Ship that will bring guests from the pre-show to the next scene. Uh, Rise of the Resistance, which is scheduled to open on December 5th in Florida and January, I believe it's the 16th, out in Disneyland. Um Rise of the Resistance is going to use multiple ride vehicles. So you're actually going to take a vehicle to a scene, transfer to another vehicle. Right. Rumor has it there's going to be two or three vehicles involved. Uh, the transport ship is the Resistance Intersystem Transport. And it has some standing and seating areas. It kind of looks like a like a spacefaring... Uh, Cargo ship? Uh, I was going to say subway car, like a <laughs> subway. Um so they're going to drop people off. There's going to be a 180-degree turn. Uh, you're supposed to be going on Poe Dameron's X-Wing with him, and then something happens and you get rerouted or rerouted. Um, and the actual transport ship, what you're supposed to be on, the large-scale model, uh, is in One Man's Dream, or Walt Disney Presents, uh, with the rest of the Galaxy's Edge model. Uh, you can actually buy the Resistance Intersystem Transport ship uh, in toy form, over at Resistance Supply in Hollywood Studios. And uh, the ship is being described as uh, equipped with hyperdrive. The intersystem transport ship is primarily used as a long-haul troop and cargo transport ship. Built by the Corellian Engineering Corporation, it is equipped with forward and rear guns to repel any pirate attack during the transport. The ITS's versatility has made it an indispensable vessel for the Resistance and critical in the transport of troops between bases. 
So, you know, it's it's just that typical Disney uh, imagineering. You know, everything's got a story, and uh, it's, you know, Star Wars Disney geek like me just eats this up. Yeah, I mean, it took me a while to figure out exactly what they were talking about <clears throat> until they were talking about how it's similar to the Haunted Mansion type of idea where you walk into the stretching room. So this is uh, basically a stretching room for this, uh, for for Rise of the Resistance. So it'll be the first, you know, section that you enter. The doors will close. It'll probably shake around a little. It'll make it seem like you went somewhere. I think it spins around once and then the doors open on the other side and out you go. So Ruin the magic. Well, it just helps me to understand exactly, you know, what this, this is. Okay. So that's what that is. Cool. But it actually does, you know, it looks pretty good. Right. And it's nice to have a better idea of what these, they keep saying, like, are there going to be multiple ride vehicles? And I'm like, this is just weird. They're going to load you on one and then you're going to, you know, I'm thinking you're sitting in one, you know, moving vehicle kind of thing and it goes somewhere and then I got to get out and move to a different thing. Um, this makes a lot more sense. Right. Cool. Yeah. All right. Now we've got uh, some merchandise <laughs> news from Cheryl. Yeah. In mini ear headband news, there has been a price increase. What? Uh, well, you know, with these $600 Heidi Klum ears, everyone's been thinking, oh, you know what? $27.99 isn't so much for ears. So they said, well, let's make them more expensive. So now they are going to be $29.99. So Good save Lord. your pennies for your mouse ears. And if you haven't gotten enough of mouse ears or Heidi Klum ears and you're a big NBA fan, the NBA experience is selling a three hat set for $500. Um, they're packaged kind of nicely. It looks like a locker, like a locker room locker. And there are three hats in there. There is uh, number 28, which is Mickey, number 32, which is Goofy, and 34, which is Donald. Um, Mickey is the black hat. Goofy is a red hat. Donald is a uh, blue hat. Um, there are, I'm going to say, like a gold foil uh, representation of each one of the characters. The numbers, of course, correspond with what? The year that they were born. The year the, the year they debuted. Um, I don't get it. You know, it's a suddenly a five hundred dollar hat. Yeah, I don't. It must have its market, but although but, I don't know how popular the whole NBA experience has been, so maybe it doesn't have a market. Who knows? If if this was. Um, you know, if this was sneakers, I get it because there's a big sneaker community, I like SneakerCon. I think there's a big hat community um, too. Yeah, the the big deal about these hats is that they're made by New Era, and they're called the uh, New Era Nine Fifty hat, and they're supposed to be the flagship hat for that brand, and they usually resale uh, retail uh, individually for forty five dollars each. So. so they're charging an awful lot for that cardboard box that looks like um, a blocker. Unless the gold on those characters is actual like gold leaf or gold foil. Uh, I I don't I don't see the value in the yeah uh, I mean five hundred ridiculous if they were charging one hundred and fifty or one hundred and seventy five maybe maybe but yeah. that's not I what they're charging just, I just don't get it if anyone's a big NBA fan you're gonna buy these hats let us know what you think about it yeah you're not gonna get we don't get responses to anything else we're definitely not getting a response Shh. to this let let a boy dream <laughs> all right let's go back to things that really matter like food. Galaxy's Edge no food it is it's food and Galaxy's Edge. It's like something I love and something I don't. Uh, new food. What does that mean? There's new food and... That's what it says. New food, comma, 60-day advanced reservations coming to Star Wars Galaxy's right. Edge in Disneyland. Those two new things are coming to California. New food too? Yes. What new food? Oh, I'm about to say the new food. Never mind. 
tell us about the advanced reservation so I, I can tell them so the food. So we are, we are now 15 <laughs> minutes into this show, and I think you're drunk. <laughs> I'm not drunk. I'm not quite sure. It's 11.45, at night. It's late, but it's my fault. And you're a little punchy. I am. Let's let's start this over, shall we? <laughs> sure. Why don't you start it? Okay. So, out in uh, Galaxy's Edge in Disneyland, some new food is debuting, as well as a 60-day advance reservation window. Why don't you talk about the new food offerings? Okay. Beginning October 16th, there's going to be new menu items all over Galaxy's Edge. First, at Olga's Cantina, the Hapabore Sampler joins the menu. The charcuterie plate includes cured meats, artisan cheeses, pickled and preserved rations, and crackers. Mm. <laughs> they don't make it sound very yummy. Pickled and preserved rations. All right. Mmm. Scraps. <laughs> Down at Docking Bay 7, food and cargo, there's a new addition to the kids' menu. The garden patty bun is served on a bayo bun with roasted carrots, house sauce, and an orange. Is it bayo bun or bao bun? I don't know. I like to call it a bao bun. <laughs> I don't know what it is. You have to do the thing on, like, um... Well, I always Google it, and then it gives you the pronunciation, and like some computer lady says the word for you. But it's always a British person, and they always sound so. <laughs> no, they have British, they have UK English, or they have US English for okay. to say it in. Okay. Uh, Ronto Roasters is introducing their Ronto Less Garden Garden Wrap. The new item has plant-based sausage, spicy kimchi slaw, uh, sweet pickled cucumbers, and gochujang spread. What is that? Is that like a Star Wars thing? Gochujang, no. I have no idea. Oh. I don't know if that's a food thing or a Star Wars thing. And then Ronda Roasters is also adding krill pork rinds sprinkled with cinnamon sugar and served in a MSE6 series repair droid souvenir vessel. Mmm. Again, that sounds disgusting. They're not really pork rinds, are they? They're pork rinds. With cinnamon sugar? Yeah. Have I mean, I've heard of like... sugar pork rinds? No, I've heard of like barbecue pork rinds, but like... Oh, you don't know what you're missing. porky cinnamon sugar flavor? That's... You don't know what you're missing. I don't know, yuck. Um, and finally, there's a new snack at Kat Saka's Kettle featuring a... Featuring salt from the planet Crate. Is that how you say that? Mm-hmm. An old rebel outpost that is now a safe haven for resistance forces. Cat will be serving chocolate popcorn with Crate Red Salt. If you saw the last Star Wars movie, I did. The I'm Last sure Jedi. Oh. At the very end, when all the ships come out, the the salt, the planet surface was red, and all the red salt blew up. It was like a dune of salt. Oh, a desert of salt. I see. So now we're putting it on our popcorn. Yes. So that's exciting Star Wars news. See, that's the bow bun. That's that's cute. I like that. Okay. Um, and in other news, uh, beginning October 21st, the Disneyland Resort will begin offering reservations for uh, drinks at Oga's Cantina, lightsaber building at Savvy's Workshop, and custom droids at Droid Depot up to 60 days in advance. Reservations can be made at the Disneyland website or on the Disneyland app. So can you not do any of this yet for Disney, for Disney World? You can't make any kind of reservations like far ahead of time? I believe you? you can, but yeah. I don't know what the time is. Hmm. Something to look at. Um, and then, last but not least, there has been some discount news for Adventures by Disney. Adventures by Disney released a new holiday offer with big savings in 2020. Uh, it's for the... It says you can... Well, I guess they're thinking of it as a gift for the holiday season. So these these have to be purchased between now and December... What's the date? 20th. 
through now and December 20th, and you can save up to $400 a person on some of the most popular Adventures by Disney itineraries. And that's for travel May 1st to October 31st of 2020. And some of the places that you can get this discount to travel to are Australia, China, Japan, South Africa, Costa Rica, Ecuador, Peru, Austria, and the Czech Republic, England and France, Germany, Iceland, Ireland, Italy, Norway, Scotland, Alaska, the Canadian Rockies, Disneyland and Southern California, or Wyoming. And then they're also offering a discount on Adventures by Disney Escape, which is like a, a weekend getaway. You can save $250 a person on um, an escape to Boston or New York City. Wow. And then the booking dates are the same on those. Very cool. Yeah. Uh, just to go back to Oga's Cantina in Walt Disney World, you can make your dining reservations 180 days in advance like you can with other reservations. Wow. But I haven't looked up the Droid Depot because I'm not that quick of a typist. Yeah, I wasn't so much caring about that. They don't and they don't have a sit-down restaurant, a they table don't. service, right? Correct. And what about, so you can't do fast passes there yet, right? Correct. Okay. And uh, Cheryl, in her stupor, was incorrect. She said last but not least on the Adventures by Disney story, but there's one more story. None of the papers you gave uh, me. I guess she doesn't have that page. I guess um, she doesn't. Mickey's Very Merry Christmas Party in Walt Disney World has sold out for their first night of the season. Um, Mickey's Very Merry Christmas Party, which is a hard-ticketed event that takes place after hours at the Magic Kingdom on select dates through November uh, and December, um, there is Mickey's, uh, sorry, Minnie's wonderful Christmas time fireworks show, snow on Main Street, and the Christmas parade. So, um, does it say which date sold out? The first night, whatever the oh. first night is. The first night is usually like November. That's funny that second like or third. It's funny that the first one would sell right. out. So what will probably happen? As oh, we've because seen, it's all like bloggers and podcasters, and just people want to be the. First ones there. That's and a lot why. of times it's people who were there for the Halloween one because it's the last Halloween and the first Christmas one are like within two days of each other. So a lot of people take that block and hit it together. Um, but as we've seen with uh, Oogie Boogie's uh, Halloween bash, if tickets sell out, Disney may just print more. Yeah. So that's the way things work these days. All right. All right. That's uh, that's pretty much our, our, our deal for today. Would you like to... No, well, I don't know if you're up to it. I'm up to it. Okay. Um, if you'd like to hang out with us a little bit more, come find us on our Facebook page. We are the Disney Drive Time Podcast. And until next time, I'm Cheryl. And I'm Tony. And you've been listening to the Disney Drive Time Podcast.